It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. What's happening, Better Faster Podcast listeners? Josh and I are fresh off the second ever body temperance certification that was held over the weekend here in Columbia. And I got to tell you, I had such a good time. And it's great to see how these concepts, which were invented by Donnie Thompson, who is the greatest powerlifter really ever, have evolved and taken off over the past few years. So we wanted to take this opportunity to recap and reflect on what the course is all about, because there's going to be more coming up real soon. So in this one, we get into exactly what body tempering is. We talk about proposed mechanisms, which means what does body tempering do, or more importantly, what doesn't body tempering do. We talk about safety considerations, and that's huge because if you don't know what you're doing, you could seriously injure someone or yourself. So there's a huge emphasis on this in the lecture and the practical portions of the coursework. We also touch on some of the different techniques, where body tempering is headed to in the future. But real quickly, I want to give a quick shout out to the rest of the instructors. Anthony Levine, he's a PT here in Charleston, South Carolina. Tim O'Neill, another PT here in Columbia, actually my PT school classmate. I'm real proud of him and his work. And of course, the man himself, Donnie Thompson, because without him, body tempering wouldn't exist in the first place. But before we get into the episode, in just a few short days, that's this weekend, November 10th and 11th, Chris Johnson is bringing his clinical running essentials course all the way from Seattle, Washington to Columbia. Is running actually a skill? Does everyone need to be a four-foot striker? And are Hoka shoes as bad for you as they look? Chris is going to answer all these questions. He's going to analyze your running gait and more this weekend. All right, let's get into body tempering right here on the Better Faster Podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Faster Podcast, officially the start of year two of the podcast. If you haven't listened to our most recent episode, it was episode 52, and we recapped a little bit of the past year, some of our favorite moments and and the guests that we've had on here. Um, But today, starting year two, we're going to talk about body tempering. And this actually throws it back to the beginning of our podcasting when we had the inventor I guess is what you call him inventor innovator uh, powerlifting extraordinaire uh, Donnie Thompson as our very first interviewee on the podcast and um, we talked a little bit more about Donnie's backstory that day but one of the big parts of it was body tempering and we've been plugging this course on here well the course came it happened it went uh, went really well. Uh, we had a great time doing it. Um, Brandon and I on the faculty side of things, and we really think that the the course attendees really enjoyed it, got a ton out of it. Stuff that they can implement on uh, you know day one after leaving the course, which is always what you're hoping to accomplish with with these courses. Uh, so we're going to recap a little bit about that course, and then uh, dig a little deeper into well, what is body tempering, and hopefully uh, you know get you guys uh, interested in learning more. But Brandon, man, how you doing? 
Man, I'm doing well. That was a, that was a fun weekend, man. I, I totally, I thoroughly enjoyed that, man. And you guys killed it. You know, I'm, I'm so impressed by what you and T money. That's Anthony Levine. Um, he's got like three names, uh, mm-hmm. Tim O'Neill. And of course the founder, the innovator himself, Donnie Thompson. Mm-hmm. What you guys have done, man. I mean, the whole concept has evolved so much over the past four years. And uh, again, I just want to thank you guys for letting me be a part of it. I mean, it was an honor. And uh, I got a feeling you guys will be taking this thing global. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you are teaching Dubai in a year or two. Yeah. Well, we really enjoyed having you, man. We appreciate it. It was, it was perfect timing. You know, we were looking based on the number of, of people that were, were signing up as we were going through this. We're like, man, you know, there, uh, there are a lot of attendees. You know, this is something that is really starting to take off, and that's great. We love mm-hmm. the interest, but we also want to make sure when you're putting this course on, you have an adequate, um, you know, faculty to, to student ratio um, and, uh, you know, to keep the product high. And, and, you know, for us, it was, it was pretty easy to figure out, uh, you know, who we were going to ask, you know, somebody that's doing it in the clinic who has experience who's been around since day one with body tempering and so having you there was awesome man and having um the insight that you could bring from how you're using it in the clinic i think that that the participants really benefited from that yeah man it was cool and 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 i think that was the best part of it was just the interacting with all the people out there i mean there's people that flew from all over the u.s and people from canada there and um man they were just so engaged the whole time just asking all kinds of good questions he had such great discussions um, and it was, uh, it was a, fu- it was a full house too, right? It was, it was 49 out of 40 spots, right? Yeah, exactly. There was maybe a slight registration, um, error that did not stop, uh, you know, not cap it where we thought it was going to cap it. So uh, <laughs> we budgeted or we had a plan for 40 spots and it was already going to be maybe a little tight fit in the space that we were, uh, we were occupying and ended up being 49. And then, um, the people that did the sim- the certification the first year, um, a couple of them expressed interest and, and we weren't going to charge them to come in and do it again. We were just excited to have more people there. You know, again, it's like people were passionate about it. We wanted them to come and share their experiences. So that room probably had 55, 60 people in it. Not a, mm-hmm. not a very big room. Um, you know, it wasn't meant for that. Um, but we are so thankful for Spud, um, and his wife for allowing us to use their facility here in Columbia. It's a top-notch new facility, and, and we were you know, so thankful to have that space and to be in, you know, it's kind of one of those spaces that you look at, and you're like, this is one of those, like, uh, meccas of, of powerlifting, right? And, you know, I think it's funny, it's South Carolina and Columbia, but you got Donnie and Spud here, um, locals that are that have done some amazing things in that sport. So to be able to, to go to Spud's new place and, and be around him and, and the people there was, was an awesome experience as well. Yeah, man. Big, big shout out to Spud. That, that guy's amazing. Such a good person. Um, it's so good to see him doing well, man. That facility is amazing. And I, I, I got to imagine that guy pays his rent off bang energy cells. I mean, gosh, how many of those things are getting bought all day long? Dude, all left and right all day, man. My, myself included. Yeah, I may have uh, I may have uh, had one myself too before we uh, I squatted at lunch. Um, Brandon and I got workouts in at lunch. Uh, and, you know, not my proudest moment, but, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You gotta get your crack, man. That's what Spud always says when I come in the store. Yeah, and that was one of those things, man. You think I was like, I probably didn't need it with the amount of Starbucks coffee that I was drinking that day because we had to. Um, <laughs> thankfully, had somebody had brought um, a lot of those like uh, you know cartons of coffee, and uh, yeah, that was over caffeinated. That's for sure. <laughs> got to do what you got to do, man. And um, you know, one other thing too, I just wanted to make sure I I, I, I put out there in this episode is um, just to put it bluntly, man. I'm I'm just so happy to also see Donnie just getting getting rewarded for his concepts and innovations, man. I, I don't know anyone else um, in the strength and conditioning world who's given more than he has and uh, he deserves it. You know, there's just, there's so much more potential to, to again, take this thing global. So I'm just really, really happy for him to see him doing well. 
Yeah, man. He's got, he's, he's been great to me and great to you. And, and, you know, he's, uh, uh, I can't thank him enough for allowing me to be a part of it and asking me to participate and, and to help, you know, formulate some of these courses. And, and so it's just been a joy to see it kind of take off. And like you said, you know, we're hoping to expand, you know, we're gonna have more courses, of course, here in Columbia, but the plan is to, to go mobile and, and to get out of Columbia. So um, expect 2019 to have some some remote courses. Uh, probably our next one will be in a few months in the spring, finalizing a location right now for that one. Um, and then, you know, all the way through 2019, we're going to try to get those dates out there as soon as we can. Um, yeah, we're going to try to go a little mobile, probably stay within the U S for a little bit, but there's been interest from, you know, overseas, a lot of, um, you know, strength conditioning, um, coaches in their programs, whether it be colleges or professional organizations, want us to come and do private ones there. We've had clinics reach out to, uh, you know, want us to come do a private one at their clinic. Um, so we're kind of formulating what that will look like for like one that's not open to the public. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a great opportunity to, to help me spread the word. Um, and we're trying to start that a little bit today, talk a little about kind of what is body tempering. We've mentioned mm -hmm. it, but we've never really elaborated too much on it. Um, I think this is a, a great opportunity to maybe explain kind of what we're, we're doing with body tempering. So, um, if you have, if you look it up or have had, have heard any of this or seen any of it, you may, um, you know, first, at first glance, you're kind of like, what, what are they doing? They're taking these, these rather large implements, these steel rollers, essentially, that are varying weights. And, and that's a big part about the course is, is the different weights and different implements. And, and they're, you know, using it and, and rolling it on, uh, on a patient or on a, an athlete. Um, so essentially the person is, is, being you know, passive and is allowing this work to be done to them. Um, and so there are varying levels of implements in terms of weights, lengths, circumference, or diameter. Um, and they all have, you know, various catchy names that Donnie's thrown on there. But essentially, uh, the most important thing is, and that's a big part about the course, is when you're, you're determining what implement to use, um, there is a huge safety component and, you know, graded exposure with it. And, and that's, a, you know, a big part of the course is making sure that the people are going to be able to perform these techniques safely. safety safely, I should say. Um, and so uh, essentially, body tempering is very much like other forms of manual therapy. Um, in my mind, what I'm looking to do with that is I'm preparing the body to accept load, uh, preparing the body to be able to, to perform, you know, um, whatever I'm going to ask it or ask of it to come after that. So um, just like I would, you know, if I was using a foam roller or I'm using a tool or I'm using, you know, a lacrosse ball or somebody's using their hands or any other form of manual therapy and manipulation, um, we're ultimately just giving input into the system and we're trying to alter the output favorably for what we're trying to do after that. And that's essentially what we're doing with body tempering. Um, you know, a large part of it is just modulating the nervous system. We're, we're using these implements to, to change output. So we're giving input to change output. We're not necessarily creating a ton of differences in structure. You know, that's, I think, some people um, think we're in there and we're smashing something really hard and breaking up adhesions or scar tissue. And that's, that's not really, that's not what we're doing or not how we're, we're advertising it. We're really just, you know, preparing the body to be able to take on this load. So we're kind of, we're altering the nervous system or in ways that might result in an increased range of motion. Um, it might, uh, it might result in uh, decreased feeling of fatigue and, you know, possibly, um, reduced delayed onset muscle soreness. Um, you know, there are plenty of benefits and a lot of them are, are similar to things that you might see from, you know, looking at foam rolling literature or tool or ISTM literature or manipulation literature. Um, it's kind of all that rolled in one and it's unique in that the person is entirely passive, which is not what you would see necessarily with something like foam rolling. 
Um, and then the loads are also uh, uh, much greater. So the intensity or dosage that, that is being applied here is a lot different. So um, that's essentially a, in a nutshell um, what we're doing here. Um, we are you know, using these implements to you know, chain, you know, try to create this, this change um, you know, pr you know, through the nervous system primarily. And then you know, it's preparing the body in turn to be able to perform uh, whatever task I'm going to ask of it. So um, that's in large part of what's going on here. No, I love that, man. And, and whenever you and Tim got to that portion uh, discussing the proposed mechanism, I, I really like the way that y'all presented information to evidence while still keeping it relevant and digestible. So not really getting too far in the weeds where people couldn't understand it. And you know me, I always enjoy a good myth, mm -hmm. right? So um, I appreciated the matter of factness, the way that, you know, y'all talked about how, you know, we are not breaking up star tissue with these tools. Mm -hmm. And that if we unintentionally get a pop or get a cavitation in the spine, we probably aren't putting bones back in place. And, you know, that's important because, you know, Tim said that whenever you get certified in body tempering, in this kind of BS, that isn't true, you know, stand up there in front of the crowd and just, you know, say some things that aren't true. Um, because unfortunately that is, uh, the way that some people, um, may like to sell things and there, you know, as, as we know, is a certain population that, you know, wants to believe in certain things like that. And, um, it was, it was just good. It was refreshing to, uh, to, to see that and to hear that. And, um, you know, I know there was some discussion, like you just said about how, even though we aren't setting bones and we're not breaking up scar tissue, we're still getting meaningful change. And that is by influence the nervous system and whatever gains are made from body tempering can then be used to your advantage by following up with some sort of active movement or some kind of movement strategy. So um, it was great the way it was presented factual. Yeah. And um, I think it's great that the, uh, you know, the, the, the attendees, they get armed with that information so that then they can go explain it to their people and they're not going to look like a charlatan in the process. Yeah, man, that's exactly, uh, you know, it's good to hear you say that because that was the, the goal of that portion. The way the course is broken down is there is a pretty extensive, um, you know, we kind of got the term, you know, what is the science behind it? It's something Donnie mm -hmm. loves to, to, you know, turn, uh, you know, talk about in kind of his mantra because you know, that's the first question we get. Um, and so while the literature on body tempering itself is pretty, you know, it's, it's in its infancy, we can extrapolate a lot of things on proposed mechanisms from looking at the literature with foam rolling, with IESTM, with manipulation, or or whatever else it might be. Um, and so that's a lot of what we present there is kind of like, okay, these are are some postulated mechanisms there, and these are the we also go through and say these are the things it's not doing. Um, but and that and that's a big part of it because we want to arm the person with um, the knowledge and the capability of being able to explain it to the people they're working with because that's a huge part about you know getting buy-in, um, and, and you know and they're going to be asked these same questions, you know. What are you doing? What exactly is happening? Why, why does this work? So we want to give them that information. Um, and that, so that's a big part of it. And the number one reason we moved to this certification course was uh, the safety component. Because that's one of the other things that we always get asked about is the the safety of something like this. Because some of these implements are are, are rather heavy. You know, some of the bigger ones that Donnie has at the at the gym that he uses with you know NFL linemen and and heavyweight you know and super heavyweight powerlifters are 150 plus pounds. And you know, that's a large a large mm -hmm. implement to be put onto the body. And so um, 
that's the number one reason we wanted to move to more of a certification rather than a seminar was to have that component where the person is going to show us that they understand the safety aspect of this, how to you know, put the implement on, how to take it off, what areas are safe to roll, what are not safe to roll, where do you start loading and duration wise, and how do you progress from there, what are contraindications, here are screening forms that you need to use, what, what, kind of, what are red flags that we need to, to look for. Uh, you know, so it, when we arm them with these things, we can ensure that we can get all of these, these positive benefits that we've seen, you know, countless benefits that we've seen um, with body tempering from a, a uh, performance standpoint. Um, but we can kind of make sure that that person has um, all the information around to be able to use it safely and effectively. Yeah, absolutely, man. The, the, I think the safety aspect was the biggest emphasis of the whole course. I mean, I think the heaviest roller we had there was what, 173 pounds? Is that right? 173. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you got to be intelligent about the way you apply it to a person and, and as well as ensuring that your body mechanics are on points, so you don't end up becoming a patient yourself. Mm-hmm. And y'all just did an awesome job going over all the you know, relative and absolute contraindications. And also, you know, took it a step further and really got into things to consider to keep yourself out of a potential litigation scenario. So it was, it was very well done. Oh man, well, we appreciate that too. And that's sometimes we, depending on the crowd, you know, a lot of times since, you know, this is uh, something that was kind of, uh, you know, it's been very associated with Donnie and his performance career as a, as arguably one of, if not the greatest power lifter of all time, um, at least at the time of his retirement. Um, you know, we get a ton of people who are, are either power lifters or power lifting or Olympic lifting coaches, or, you know, they're, they are, uh, you know, not necessarily PhDs and, uh, or anything like that, or have a, an extensive formal exercise science background or a physical therapy background. There are, there is that crowd. We do get physical therapists and we even had our first occupational therapist, uh, this therapist this weekend. Um, so we do get that, that rehab crowd too, but, um, you know, a lot of times we want to make sure that, um, you know, with that, you know, with that crowd that uh, maybe doesn't have that extensive formal background, how do we give them the knowledge that they, they need? Um, but, you know, not going too deep in the weeds, like what's that fine line of, of making sure that we arm them with what they do need and what's relevant and really from a safety perspective, making sure they understand what, you know, what is, you know, those red, you know, red flags may be um, and what even what the term red flags, you know, even means or what contraindication even means. Um, you know, making sure that we kind of articulate that in a manner that is really receptive. Um, and I think we've kind of figured out uh, now doing a couple of these um, kind of that nice balance of enough science, enough literature, um, the right terminology to make sure that everyone leaves that course feeling like they can do, you know, we feel like they can and they feel like they can do so safely and, and use the tool in the way that it's meant to be used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. By the way, that OT actually graded her practical, man. She was, her anatomy was on point, dude. She's super smart. I can't remember her name. I'd give her a shout out if I did. Yeah. But, yeah. Alexandra, I believe was yeah. her name. Yeah. She, Alexandra. she was awesome. She was awesome. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, man, I think, you know, just, just to recap on what you, what you were saying, uh, it, you know, it's, it's just so important. And just to kind of sum up the whole, the whole mix of the, the practical application, you know, with the didactic work. I mean, it, it, we say this here all the time, but that, that saying that principles are few and methods are many. And everyone was giving a ton of practical applications or methods every weekend, but it's really the principles, you know, the science, just like you said, the t-shirts, what's the science behind it? That's what's meaningful because another reason for that is because whether you're some sort of body worker or a coach or a personal trainer, at some point you're going to have to sell. And as we know, selling is who, what, where, when, why. So why should I come see you versus the other 20 people that pop up on a five mile radius in my address when I Google, how can body tempering help me with my goals? And again, I felt like, you know, when this thing was all said and done, the participants were 
well armed with a lot of really just useful, meaningful information that they could then explain to another person as well. And, yeah, uh, you know, and I, I think if anyone's listening that hadn't had a chance to uh, listen to Donnie talk, um, he's hilarious, right? So mm-hmm. the, the whole weekend was, was full of isms, you know, I think between, uh, between Donnie and Tim, I mean, one of my favorites, you know, went it out, quite it out. And uh, I think my favorite one, that was probably one from Tim. He was like, we were talking about safety, right? Not hurting someone. He was like, what do you say? So like, my dad said that your name should only be in the paper three times. You get in there four times, you done messed up. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, Donnie, and Donnie, and Donnie another time, something like, uh, you know, you know, you can take your time, not in any hurry. This isn't a 10 p.m. curfew or, or something. You know, <laughs> he, there's isms all weekend. But, you know, Donnie too, yeah. and T Money with, uh, uh, you know, you know, he relates everything back when he were talking about the anatomy. And he's he's like, hey, Hunter's in here and trying to relate it back. To <laughs> like, there's, we we try to keep it light. We try to keep it. Yeah, fun. yeah. Um, and I think that that mix allows us to to you know, get through that science part. Cause you know, that's not everybody's favorite. And a lot of times people are there and you know, we get a lot of people that come to these that are, you know, they're there for their own, you know, their own performance benefit or their own health benefit. You know, they're, they're dealing with some kind of issue injury and they either tried body tempering or had somebody roll them out and, or whatever it might be. They want to learn more to, to, you know, be able to help themselves, um, you know, to be able to keep their body together, honestly. And so, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, those kind of individuals, you know, they're, they're not really coming to be able to have the science necessarily. They know it helped them in some way, or it could help them. They want to know the how. And so we have to balance that with the, with the why, um, not just the how. So, um, you know, we try to keep it light to be able to get through all of the, the underlying, you know, potential mechanisms and the science stuff. Um, and I think that, that it went well. And then the practical side of things, um, you know, we try to leave a lot of time for that. And, and arguably the discussions this weekend were so great and they kept going so long. We're mm-hmm. actually, we're running shorter on time than we would have liked. Um, but that's just because everybody had such great insight. Um, and then the, but with the application side, there's a big, um, a big aspect of you being able to show us that you can do so uh, safely. And so that's, I think, unique to a lot of courses is, you know, if I go to another, you know, a manual therapy course and there's, manip- you know, manipulations being invo- uh, you know, involved, you know, yeah, I'm learning them and practicing there. I'm getting feedback, but, you know, I could leave there and still not know exactly what I'm doing and, and, um, maybe go and not be able to perform it effectively. But, you know, with the process we're trying to implement there is, you know, you got to be able to show me you can do all of this safely and you can, you know, put the, the tool where it needs to be when we're talking about a specific technique and you're avoiding the areas you need to avoid and you can ask the right questions to the person to make sure we're talking about those contraindications or those red flags. Um, so I think that's a unique aspect of the course that that's only aiding um, each one of the participants um, when they leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. Learning by doing definitely in the psychomotor domain. But yeah, like, you know, like you mentioned, though, the really the, the entire time, like they're in the, the lecture portion, everyone was just so engaged, asking tons of questions. That's why we went over a little bit, because, you know, really, we had to cut people off at one point, because everybody was just, you know, talking and discussing things so much. And, um, you know, before, during and after the practical, uh, there was, you know, people just sticking around, just kind of, you know, pick everyone's brains about, you know, there, like you said, there's some people that were coming just to treat their own injuries. There was a, a couple there that had come just because her husband had been dealing with a shoulder injury and had, I think, three surgeries on his labor before. So, you know, stuck around and, um, you know, I, I worked on that, examined it for about, you know, 20, 30 minutes or so. So, you know, you know, that was great too. So it was just, a, it was just an awesome crowd there. 
Yeah, man. And it continues afterwards. Nobody wants to leave, you know, unless they have to leave because they have a flight, man. You know, we're, we're, I mean, I didn't, you know, we got there, you know, I got there like seven fifty-five in the morning and the course started like nine, you know, the place opened up at eight. So we were there early, but, um, you know, I didn't walk out of there until eight at night. And then after that, we all went back yeah. over to Donnie's facility and, and, you know, we're, we're, you know, shooting the shit and working on each other and talking about things and sharing stories. I mean, like, it's just such a cool group and, and everybody's there to, you know, be able to better themselves and better the people that they work with. And so it was a, it's just a, it's an always an awesome experience doing these. And that's why I'm so excited to not only keep doing them in, uh, around Columbia and have people come to us, but I'm excited to, you know, go other places and reach even more people and, and you know, expand our network and, and hopefully bring, you know, this, you know, intervention to a lot more people because it really can, when done right, it really can help people in a lot of different ways. Yeah, for sure, man. And I was just, um, you know, thinking back, I actually wrote these two things down, but um, a couple of the questions that were asked too were, were great. I mean, things we should investigate. One, I think it was the USC grad student I was there. Um, mm -hmm. He was, he asked if, have you ever measured someone's blood pressure, like pre, post, and during body burn? I think that's genius, man. That's something I'm going to try to play around with this week if I can. Yep. Um, another good discussion, and, and I think this one is also worth looking into for a future course. Uh, one of the strength coaches in attendance, he, he said he was getting some resistance trying to implement body temperature with his football team because the his higher-ups, they wanted protocols and they wanted specific numbers of you know, how much weight should be implemented based on his players. So, you know, for example, like a 185 pound wide receiver versus a 300 plus pound offensive lineman, you know, so my initial thought is, you know, and Tim mentioned it too, that we don't necessarily subscribe to absolutes, um, you know, always this, never that. But, you know, my initial thought was that of, you know, how you can't standardize human experience and, you know, how pain and pressure, pain, pressure thresholds can be so subjective and, you know, we know that's well researched and established in the pain science realm, very much a gray area. But then, you know, afterwards, when I got home, I started thinking kind of from a non-clinician standpoint. And I know that we as human beings, we like numbers, right? We like mm -hmm. things to be defined, we like things to be black and white. And so, you know, a lot of times we need specifics and we need structure. So I wonder if it's something we could put our heads together with some of the strength coaches out there, maybe some people that attend the course and I don't know, maybe come up with some type of semi-standardized protocols based off of body weight create some charts and templates. It's just a thought, but um, it really sparked a lot of really good discussions. So that's something I'm going to also kind of look into a little bit more in the next couple of weeks, see what you guys think. Yeah, man. I think that's the best part about where we are right now with body tempering is it, it's still fairly new from in terms of it uh, being widely practiced. I mean, Donnie's been doing it for, for years, of course, and the, the little core group of people here in Columbia have been doing it for a long time. But in general, it's still relatively new, and there's so many different ways it can go and, and different areas that need to be researched. And so you have guys like um, Cody at, uh, at USC in the grad, you know, grad Department of Athletic Training that, that mm -hmm. are going to do studies like this. And, we, and Mac was one of the other guys there that, that's um, you know, doing some, you know, some stuff and collecting data and that's only going to help one legitimize what's going on because you know we we know anecdotally how how awesome this kind of thing can be um but a lot of times people you know there are people out there that need that literature that need that protocol that need that that you know published article that says x y and z and and unfortunately you know you know science follows innovation right you have to be innovative and come up with something and and start implementing it and then researching its effects you know comes you know, kind of afterwards a little bit, you know, it's kind of the process that a lot of things have to happen. And, and so, you know, that's coming. And I think that it's great. And, and I love that you're talking about like, you know, the more we can come together from a, you know, 
rehab and performance and strength coach and PT athletic training come together and figure out ways to use it and develop these protocols and maybe eventually have some type of standards. Like you mentioned, that's, that's difficult to do. Um, but you know, it's only going to help further, um, you know, what's, what we have going on. So I'm excited for, for all of those things to keep, to keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So much potential. So if the listeners want to find out more about body tempering, what it is, uh, maybe where, when some future courses might be coming up, where can they find that? Yeah. Bodytempering.com. That's the way to go. Um, or, uh, Donnie's our big source of marketing, of course, uh, being, you know, he's a living legend in a lot of circles and he would be, uh, at Thompson Bowtie, I believe is it. Bowtie is one of his, his other products, um, that, you know, it's a, a, a com- you know, compression for, for the shoulders. So, uh, that's it. I think his Instagram handle is at Thompson Bowtie, uh, but bodytempering.com. That's where you're going to find um, a lot of the uh, a lot of the literature um, or a lot of the the what and, and what's going on and the how. Uh, Donnie, put, Donnie puts up a lot of things for free on there and his uh, YouTube page, which I'm sure is linked on there too. You can find a ton of re- free resources, man. Like you were saying earlier, that guy just gives and gives and gives. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to to hopefully uh, see him. Um, you know, basically uh, get maybe get a little conversation, a little recognition for all the stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, before we sign off, this coming weekend is the other weekend you've been waiting for is Chris Johnson's Clinical Running Essentials course here in Columbia, South Carolina. That's a Vertex PT specialist. He's coming all the way from Washington State to teach, and there's no one in the U.S. that knows running better than Chris, so you're not going to miss it. And it's also renewal year, so CEUs are going to be offered. And the link to register for that is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Keep those five-star iTunes reviews coming, and we'll be back next Monday. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor of physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.